Hey, Georgia educators, we have new discussion guides available to use with Classroom Conversations episodes. These discussion guides include open-ended questions to facilitate great discussion and professional learning after listening to each podcast. Find the new discussion guides posted with the Classroom Conversations episodes and blogs in Georgia Home Classroom. Good day, teachers. This is Classroom Conversations, and I'm Ashley Mingwasser, your host. Thank you for joining us on the platform for Georgia's teachers. Classroom Conversations is a place for educators to share and to learn. And we have the Georgia Department of Education and Georgia Public Broadcasting to thank for this enriching podcast series featuring educator voices from across the state of Georgia. Audience, we need to talk numbers. Our episode today is about engaging mathematics throughout the building. And those who do it best know how to engage mathematics throughout life. Of the 365 days in our year, a few are special that we can celebrate in classrooms. Just think about it. October 10th, 1010, powers of 10 day. September 8th, 98 anyone? Oh, that's gravity day. The acceleration due to gravity on this planet is 9.8 meters per second squared. Uh, what about March 14th, 314, Pi Day? Well, on March 14th, 2022, Oak Hill Middle School whipped up a Pi Day so creative, their soiree was highlighted in the local news. There were Pi Day t-shirts. Students tossed whipped cream pies at teachers, and they charted their emotions in a circle with school counselors. All was done in support of Oak Hill's seventh grade math teacher and the school's math department chair. My guest today, breast cancer warrior Satisha Smith. Satisha decided in high school that she wanted to be a math teacher. Any way you slice it, she's married to math. Here she is from Milledgeville, Baldwin County Schools 2021 to 2022 District Teacher of the Year. Hey, Satisha. Hello, Ashley. You've accomplished a lot. I know. First things first, um, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, so I finished the first week of my radiation this week. So one week down, five to go. You're talking about numbers. It numbers. <laughs> it's a big milestone. And yeah. I bet that fraction helps keep you going, yes, right? Because you can see the part of the whole. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your health journey since 2021. Um, so November 2021, I was diagnosed with a heart attack. Um, I guess stress of all the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, came out three days later, and then I was announced the Baldwin County School District Teacher of the Year. Congrats. Yes. Uh, went home a couple of days later. I was diagnosed with uh, stage 3B breast cancer. So. Oh, my gosh. And then you got the radiation. I did chemo treatment first for... Uh, six months. So I'm just starting radiation now. Okay. So you completed the chemo, you're doing radiation and you're a coach too, right? Was it yes. what sports, basketball and? Track and field. Wow. Um, at one point I was softball, basketball, track. And the toll that that must take on your body already. <laughs> and then to be going through a health struggle, you're truly admirable, yes. Satisha. How do you refill yourself? What do you do for self-care, for just rest and rejuvenation? Um, I have to be made to rest. 
Forced um, to rest. Yes. Okay, so. good. We've handcuffed your wrist to the microphone <laughs> there, so you have to stay calm with us today. Okay. I, um, to rejuvenate my body, I actually like being around children. Really? That's why I became a teacher. So um, while I was going through chemo, I was at work three days a week. Really? And then I was go have chemo treatment, and I rest on Friday in the weekend and go back to work on Monday. What is it about being around students that reinvigorates you? I think they keep me young. Um, you know, they come out with new trends all the time. So I'm a fan of TikTok now. I'm always trying to do these dances that they're doing. Are you on TikTok? I am. Oh, what's your TikTok handle? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, perfect. I'm not on I TikTok. I just record the videos. Okay, good. I'd get on it for you, though. <laughs> Tell us how you got into teaching. I know you said you decided early you wanted mm-hmm. to be a teacher, but what was that aha moment that said, I'm going to be in the classroom for my career? Um, basketball. Um, in high school, my teammates and I competed in the classroom all the time um, with math. Um, some of my teammates need tutoring, so I would actually tutor them. Um, some of my classmates need tutoring, so I would tutor them. Um, I always wanted the best for everybody and for everybody to succeed. So I would step up to the plate and get it done. So I said, that's what I want to do for my life. I wow. teach and coach. So it, school instilled those values of success yes. and competition. Mm-hmm. And now you've been living your career that way. Yes. What about the culture of Oak Hill Elementary? Tell us about the students you teach. Um, Oak Hill Middle School, they are... Um, I would say they are not the best math students, but by the time they leave, it's a different approach to math. Um, it's, I'm not that good at math, but I like it now. Look at that. So <laughs> yes. they persevere. Yes. Which is the athlete's creed, too. Yes. Well, congrats on um, the Teacher of the Year title. Uh, what Thank do you, you think sets you apart or, or shows your dedication as a teacher of mathematics? Um, I'm constantly always working and trying to figure out how can I engage these students in learning math? How can I change their perspective of math is hard? Um, I'm always trying to think outside the box, um, take them on field trips, um, let them do any kind of club that the school is offering. So right now, um, I have students that's in the uh, Georgia Department of Education chef competition. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And they're using mathematic principles in that? Yes, they are. Well, you do make it fun. I'll (laughs) give you that. I want to talk about those uh, Pi Day t-shirts okay. that were made in your honor. There's a phrase on the back. Uh-huh. Who you with? Who you with? What's that about? It's my greeting to everybody. Um, I didn't do it today to you guys because I didn't want you to look at me crazy. But Oh, I like know, it. <laughs> I, instead of saying hello, I said, who you with? What do they say? They say either who you with or I'm with Jesus. Oh, look at that. <laughs> what do you, What does that mean to you, who you with? Um... I just like the song. It gets me. You oh, know, it's just, based on the song. Yeah. Who does that song? Uh, Lil John and Eastside Boys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it gets them pretty amped up. Mm-hmm. It's a more exciting way to say hello. Yeah. Do you find that you get a more invested response when you say hi that way? I do. Um, even if I'm in a daze or I'm just not feeling well, um, somebody can see me and they'll say, who you with? And my eyes just immediately just, you know, open and get bright eyes. So I'm like, Okay. People are actually paying attention to what I say. Of course. <laughs> you're energizing your students. It's yes. really incredible. Well, onto our topic. We know that mathematics is the language of the universe. Mm-hmm. It's how we explain real phenomena. Mm-hmm. How do you make mathematics visible throughout your building? 
Um, just as you mentioned before, I didn't think about those dates, but all the dates that I can think of, I tried to do a flyer and have the school participate in it. Um, so last year we did two twenty-two twenty-two. Oh, nice. Um, where the kids get to wear two of any item. So our principal, Mr. Damon Ray, he wore two ties. <laughs> <laughs> How do you wear two ties? He wore a bow tie and a tie. Oh, there you go. That would be considered a fashion faux pas, except yes. on two twenty two twenty two. Our math instructional coach, Miss um, Crystal Little, she wore a tutu. Oh, that's so creative. <laughs> yes. What did you wear? I wore two ties. Two ties as yes. well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Very creative. I didn't want to put on a tutu. Okay. But you're, you're showing uh, your school and you're mm-hmm. showing students that numbers can be fun. Right. Numbers can be creative. Mm-hmm. It's the way that we think about math. Right. That's our access point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in what ways do you make learning math in your classroom fun? You mentioned that you find creative ways to bring them into the instruction. Mm-hmm. Can you tell, tell us just a couple of approaches that you take? Yes. Um, I use a lot of childhood games like Uno to teach combining like terms. <sighs> I love Uno. You'd be amazed. I have to teach them how to play Uno. Really? Mm-hmm. They just don't know how to play? Mm-hmm. You know what my cousin taught me? Spicy Uno. Do you know what spicy Uno is? It's like it's got very it's got very sassy rules. Like you slap your hand on the table. You can steal cards from people. It's fun. No, I never I'll teach heard of you, I'll send one. you the rules for that. Yes. If you draw, If you draw like a seven, you're mm-hmm. supposed to stop talking until the next person places a seven. So oh. it takes the original Uno rules and just makes it real spicy. <laughs> it's fun. I'll send you the list. Yes, please. I so like you that. play Uno. What other games? Or um, We also do uh, Quizlet Live. I learned it from the current Baldwin County School Teacher of the Year, Miss um, Susan Curtis. It's a Quizlet Live game where the game actually put them into teams. Um, and they have to find the answer on their teammates' computer. And so they have to work together as a team, which some of them, you know, kind of like working by themselves. But once they start playing this game, Star Start, they incorporate um, snacks like Takis. They love Takis. Oh, I've never had those, but I've seen them. Yes. But you're just kind of instilling there the value of team-orientedness, mm-hmm. working together. And it's the first one to 12 wins. And if you make miss one, it takes you all back to zero. Oh, that's fun. That's yes. challenging. <laughs> so it gets them excited. Mm-hmm. What other uh, cool approaches do you feel like you take to just kind of basic math instruction? Um, we go outside. Um, we go into the media center, our school library, and she does a goose chase. So it's a scavenger hunt um, with mathematics. So I give her a list of problems in the answer key to them, and she makes a scavenger hunt. Oh, and cool. So they do fun things like, Take a selfie with your math teacher using the iPad. Um, <sighs> and then they do fun things like hopscotch, record your partner doing hopscotch. And then they do other stuff like record your partner saying eight timetables. Oh, um, there you go. Take a picture of your person doing the subtraction problem. Um, but so the first person to the goal wins and they get a prize afterwards. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're getting that competitive spirit in there. Yes. They like love it. competition. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that that's true of young people. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's something really spirited about that. How do you ensure, though, that um, the intent and the rigor of the standards are met while you're also implementing these fun, engaging learning tasks? Um, well, I'm always assessing them. Um, I assess them at the beginning of the lesson, in the middle of the lesson, at the end of the lesson. So our warm-up is an assessment at the beginning of the lesson. Um, and then we have classroom conversations um, in the middle of the lesson. So that's assessing them with their higher-order thinking. And then we have an assessment at the end of the lesson with our closing. Um, I give them like a ticket out the door, and I'll see what they have learned for today. Okay. 
How do you find that students are taking ownership of their own learning in your mathematics classroom? You, you said they're leaving. You saying, you know, I, I, I'm not always good at it, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. And that gives them the incentive to keep going right. and keep investing. Yes. So what do you think about your approach is, is empowering them to keep going with math? Um, I think that word empower is a great word to use. Um, so I use that word. Um, most of the time from August to December, they really dislike me. because I try to empower them. Mm. And so um, when they ask me for help, you know, I don't help them because I want them to learn how to do it. Um, So most of the time when they call me up to their desk, they have nothing written on their paper. And I said, how can I help you? And you haven't even tried yet. And they just say, I don't know how to do it. And I said, you have to try. Um, I'm going to come back in a few minutes and I want at least a number written down on your paper. And then we can go from there. So the word empowering really helps. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're probably teaching them, again, back to you and your values, Mm Satisha. You're teaching them that. You're teaching them kind of that stick-to-itness that you need them to have. Mm -hmm. Do you find that just pushing them a little bit gets them into the problem and they're able to do it? Um, Sometimes um, at the beginning of school year when we first get to know one another, you know, um, sometimes they shut down at the beginning. Um, but as the year goes on, yes, it helps a lot. So now in February, they've realized, okay, she's not going to help me unless I've tried. <laughs> so they actually go ahead and try. There you go. And then they'll call me and then I help them. Okay. So. You, you're like, you've got to be tenacious mm-hmm. here. Well, like your pie day at your school demonstrates, math uh, math can, and I think should, be interdisciplinary to mm-hmm. give it some real-world grounding, right. which I know is, is a principle that you espouse. In what ways can teachers engage students in that same sort of interdisciplinary learning um, with math and other disciplines. Yeah, so w- when I actually got sick, Miss um, Kimber Hurt, she took over for me. Um, when I was doing Pi Day, I actually did with just the math teachers. Um, we just celebrated Pi Day with just the math teachers. But she actually integrated all the contents. Um, so now for this upcoming Pi Day, every teacher in the school is doing Pi Day day related events in their discipline Mm -hmm. so can you give me an example of some of the activities they're doing in different subjects um science is doing um a lesson on Albert Einstein he was actually born on March the 14th I didn't know that really (laughs) my mind is blown yes um and so the history social studies department they're going through the history of actually the decimal by itself um and then uh language arts they're doing uh poems with the um, word pi day and they're doing some informational texts. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and you, you have seen, and your teachers, your colleagues have seen yeah. that this is this really benefits students. Mm-hmm. How do they change as a result of being able to see math in, in other disciplines or um, to see other disciplines through the lens of math? Yeah, the, I think that they are, um, they learn from the other teachers of how math to actually be taught instead of just from their math teacher. Um, they come at the class, well, last year they came at the class, was like, um, social studies teacher taught me to do it this way. I think I like it better this way. And I said, well, that's fine. <laughs> you know, that's great. You know, you know, as long as you learn from anybody, any teacher. And when they go to counseling, they do the um, pie model of emotions. So, How does that work? Uh, they spin the wheel, oh. and they have to talk about their emotions. So if they spin it and it lands on happy, they talk about a time that happy. they were happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love these kind of games. Yes. I make people do these things at dinner with me sometimes. <laughs> Pick an so emotion. That was neat. So Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Do you have a story, a success story, working with a student maybe who is kind of reticent about math or mm-hmm. maybe not doing well in math, who, who turned it around uh, once they 
had their interaction with you? Um, I have several stories from the past, but um, this is one particular girl I have now. She's a female student. Um, she started out saying she hates math. Um, she even wrote me a letter and said, I don't like this class you at all. You were put on notice that someone <laughs> hates math. She wrote you a letter? She wrote me a letter. Where did you find that? Was it on your desk? or? Mm-hmm. Okay. She brought it to me. She said, this is for you. <laughs> and so I, it was a full-page letter, too. Whoa, what did that say? With her say? signature at the bottom. She signed it. Mm-hmm. Well, she's got good epistolary <laughs> form. What did What did the letter say? It just said that, she, you know, she, she hates math and she's not that good at it. Um, but she likes me as a teacher and she wants to try to learn math. Um, and so I got to know her better. Actually, I get to know all my students. So I sent out a, a Google form for them to fill out, tell me all about themselves. And so she put on hers that she's watched over 100 movies and she rates them on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's math. That's yes, a rating that system. Is. And so I took that and ran with it. And so each time that she's struggling with a math problem, I asked her to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the hardest. And so um, sometimes now she rates seven, six, five, four, one. But she never rates 10 anymore. She never rates 10. Mm-mm. It's Part of it was in her mind, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yes. Wow. You're making yourself so accessible to your students. Yes. I think when you do this and mm-hmm. you're teaching them to communicate with you in the languages that they speak and about math, mm-hmm. ways that they'll find relatable. What is your favorite lesson within your subject to teach your students? You're doing uh, angles now. Yeah. That's not my favorite. Not your favorite? No. Yeah. Um, I like to teach algebra, so expressions and equations, and then I like to teach probability um, because it's dealing with cards. And so our kids really have a good time playing the Uno, and then I teach them how to play cards when we get to probability. So they know how many cards are in a deck? Yes. Okay. (laughs) What would you say is the probability that your students or your school system will listen to this episode? Um, It's going to be... Probably 100% because I'm going to promote it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like to hear, Satisha. Before you go, um, what is one way that a teacher can get a reluctant student, like your letter writer, Mm -hmm. to be more bright-eyed about math? What do you say to those teachers who are just, they're just dealing with those students that they want to reach, but they're having a hard time? Um, I would say to focus on their strengths. Um, It doesn't have to be content-related. They can have a strength of non-academic just focus on whatever strengths that they have and then build upon that strength that they have. And they can be non-academic strengths. Yes. Didn't think about just that. like the movies and the rating. Exactly. <laughs> what is next for your education journey? Educational leadership. What um, does that mean? I have a specialist in educational leadership. I finished last year during chemo. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> so You are incredible. I will start applying this year for assistant principal job. That's what you're looking toward. Yes. Well, I know you're going to be a great leader, Satisha, because you are a fantastic teacher. Yes. That's awesome. Well, audience, what have we learned today? Who you with is a very (laughs) fun way to greet our students. And if we could all practice some mathematics, which is personal strength multiplied by community, raised exponentially by an indomitable spirit, we have the most delicious recipe for learning. Satisha, you're an inspiration. Will you carry us out with your favorite quote, which I, I think you said is from MLK? Yes. Um, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But by all means, keep moving. By all means, keep moving. Thank you, Satisha. Audience, you're a great teacher. 
Thank you for listening to our episode. I'm Ashley, and we have another Classroom Conversations installment for you next week. Bye-bye. Funding for Classroom Conversations is made possible through the School Climate Transformation Grant.